What's up, everybody? This is the All You Can Hear podcast, and I'm your one of your five co-hosts, Wenzel, and with me today are... <laughs> oh, Chewbacca, Chewie! He's here! Hello. Han Solo! It's Phasma Pat. Phasma! It's Carnivorous Cody. I think I've not used that one before. Snoke! <laughs> and then it's me, Ray. It's, uh, it's it's me, Ray. Oh, oh, oh you like dead eye? Oh, hey, oh my god, your heart's open under your pocket. That's very insensitive. Uh, BB8. <laughs> We're recording in new space, so this might be a little echoey. Yeah, might be. Might be. We don't know. New apartment. Space. Apparently, in this apartment, we're only allowed to record Star Wars episodes. Yeah, yeah. because we only recorded Star Wars episode. Yeah, because we have the TV. That's true. The, oh man, Cody's the only one that has a TV. So yeah. if you couldn't already tell from the title, this is The Force Awakens. It didn't come. The Force Awakens did not it, come out Friday. Did not come out Friday because we were recording this on a Friday. Yep. It will come out on Saturday, which is tomorrow, which is today, today. for you. Yeah. Out there in the fucking Potterverse. Yeah. The AYCH verse. The <laughs> Spider Man still exists in our universe. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Tom Holland for Spider Man. Man, rest in peace. Damn, that happened. You know who should be Spider Man? Who? Adam Driver. The lead role of this movie. Spider Man. I don't know if I want to see that. All right, Star Wars. I don't want to get there. Although we did come up with the fact that he would be a great young snake. Yes. He would be a fantastic young snake. Yes. Especially his voice. Ooh, you're right. I how many I Ray, I could be your teacher. Okay, no. Just like Han Solo. <laughs> hey, let's hear my SpongeBob impressions. Go. Alright. Yes, go. Give me, give me one. Squidward. <laughs> SpongeBob. Uh, uh, Patrick Starr. SpongeBob. Oh, that was good. That was good. SpongeBob uh, himself. Uh, uh, Larry the Lobster. Patrick. Larry. I'm Larry the Lobster. <laughs> uh, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> yeah. Sandy Mike. Cheeks. Yeah. Oh, darn Tootin. <laughs> No, no, no! Put on a bikini. You're <laughs> Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> yes. No one can see this. Oh, Cody Daisy Duke in here. That was interesting so much. Give me another one. Um, Plankton. I'll have you, crabs. Karen. Who's fucking Plankton? Yeah. yeah. Plankton, you are not going to get the recipe. <laughs> I don't know. This is the <laughs> roughest story that I, I have ever read. You could call this our cold open. Yeah. Okay, give me another one. Uh, uh Pearl. Daddy! Yeah! <laughs> that was actually not that bad. I'm kind of upset that you do a really good Pearl. Daddy! Daddy! Okay, look, let's all do it. Let's all say Daddy. Daddy! daddy! I, we are. Sucks. 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 We can say that because Sanders not here. Can we, we talk s- about Star Wars? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. my bad. Um, we, we, have, we, have get, we have to get all the silly bullshit out so we can get talk, talk about Star Wars. Okay, let's get serious here. What about Adam Driver as Young Snape? You know what? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it too. I'd yeah. love to see like a like a Lily Potter and James Potter. I don't know. I have other names. Um, I've only read one. 1.2 or 2.25 books. I've never read and any seen book. two movies. I've seen three movies. There's there's eight. <laughs> I know. There's eight. There's eight. I've seen the first wait, there's, one. There's, wait, there's there's seven movies and eight books. Did the last one not come out in the books? No, I've seen the first one and the last two. 
book. <laughs> there's, there's, the last book is two movies. Yeah. I feel like I'm listening to the weird kid's conversation. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Let's go back to Star Wars. Okay. So, <laughs> Force Awakens. Shot for shot, just a new hope. But better. ten times better. better. Yeah, you know that's something I've seen people complain about so much is like they don't like the Force Awakens because it's just a new hope. Which the thing is, is we're in a. It's been how long since the last Star Wars film? We're in a new generation. If it's gonna be like a new hope, a fucking course, because you have to introduce a new fucking generation to this you shit. You not only introduce a new generation, but you have to take those older generations into consideration and bring them back. Of course, it pandered. Did we get to see holographic chess? Yes. Yeah. Did we get to see the ball, fucking floaty, fucking thing, thing, whatever? Yeah, sure. The little training ball, sure. We saw Vader's helmet. Uh, fucking literally the beginning when Poe gives uh, BB-8 the little uh, piece of the map. Like I mean, that's just literally Leia giving R2D2 the fucking uh, message. It's literally the same. But I mean, of course it has to do that. It can't just be completely original and be like, yeah, here are all these characters, and we expect you to know all of them because that may have worked then. But can it really work now? Uh, yeah, I mean, Probably. Okay, well, duh. Yeah. yeah. But the, my thing is, is that there's no issue with, I don't think it's, like, it's already established within the Star Wars universe that the Star Wars movies go to a pattern anyways. Yeah. yeah. And to me, that, I mean, like, it's perfectly okay. You can have movies that do that. You can have movies that go to a pattern. You can also have movies that go to a pattern, start out in a pattern, and then break that pattern, which we will see later. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I just said, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's only Winslow and I talking right now and this conversation. Come on, Jonathan. Give a little. Yeah, I mean, it's and it only really follows the basic plot structure and beats, and there's enough differ- to differentiate this between uh, A New Hope and Force Awakens. Yeah. Like, the characters are completely different. Their dynamic's completely different. You know, the legacy characters are the same, but the new ones aren't. And yeah. the legacy characters... I mean, they do take a background role a lot. Like, like Leia is in the background. Han technically is. I mean, on he, the he's, forefront. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, he's, but he, yeah. He's always been a side character, right? Like, mm-hmm. like he's been a main character, main side character that helps the main characters finish their goal. Yeah. He always adds to the characters he's with, anyways. But I would say, like, yes, Han is sort of like the, the guiding character. He's sort of like the bridge between the old and the new because he is in the more the forefront of the series and all the people we know from the previous films are sort of to the side, which is where they should be because they, they, they had their story, they had their adventure. Of course, their plots can still continue, but it's the new, it's just the new generation, so we have to let them tell their story and the past is supposed to be there to support it. That's what, you know, the future builds on top of the past and that's why we just have to, you know, take what we have and sort of build from there. Yep. Sorry. Agree with everything you said. All right, that's been the Force Awakens podcast. Sorry, it's like 10 at night. I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper. I'm having a good time. All right, I'm glad. (laughs) No, we watched this on a really awesome TV in very great detail. And um, yeah, the movie just looks spectacular. Yeah, the movie looks very, very pretty. The details and everything. Even though it's recent, I feel like the effects, like, they look real good. Yeah. I feel like they might age really fucking nicely. Um, yeah, I really do think so as well. There's only one time that it was kind of taken out, and that was whenever at the very beginning when a ship was kind of landing inside the, the loading bay of one of the, wherever they were at, uh, wherever the, the, what is the fucking group called? The bad group? 
The New Order? Yeah, The New Order. I forgot already. The First Order. Oh, First, first order, order. My bad. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, we all forgot. I know. Well, it's a New Order. <laughs> yeah. The, the First Order in their ships, it was like there's one moment where like a ship went to land and it was obviously like CG. Yeah, and Simon Pegg's character looks a little like... Fle- like, like... Uncanny fleshy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was also Blobfish in a IRL. Like he's modeled after a Blobfish. Yeah. And like yeah. Blobfish IRL kind of look uncanny. Yeah. So yeah. I mean... Which, I, I could give that a pass. Which, if you see blobfish when they're not deflated, they look like fucking regular fish. No, they don't. Yeah, they they're do. Ugly. I mean, they're still ugly, but they look like regular fucking. If they're not deflated, whenever we the yeah, pi- they're still ugly. There's some sexy uh, fish. Whatever. I'm done with this. Uh, I'm actually kind of mad. Why? Why? Because you just called a fucking blobfish sexy. No, I didn't. I said normal fish are sexy. Blobfish are ugly. What's the hottest fish in the sea? God, Angel we can't fish. do this right That's now. That's true. What do you think? Okay, everybody go around the table. Tell me what you think your hot, off the top of your head, hottest fish. Winds will go. What's that purple and yellow one? <laughs> Parrot fish? Yeah. Parrot think fish. Think a beak? Yeah. Want that nip oh. at your dick? <laughs> That's what Cole's thinking right now. No. <laughs> what about you, Pat? More eel. Okay. Ugh. You have low standards. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Personally, it's a tie between the angelfish and the the clownfish. I was going to say the clownfish. Yeah, I was going to say clownfish and like a tigerfish. Tigerfish. Ooh, or, or like koi the, fish. Or like the... Z- what? Oh, koi fish. Koi fish. Okay, oh, koi, koi fish. fish. They got sexy. that sucking lips. Yeah. <laughs> 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 High fives all around this table for koi fish I don't sucking. know if I want <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah. 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 High five those koi fish. Yeah. Guy talk. Oh, oh. oh my Ooh. God. Pat. Ooh, looks like Pat's trying to be a koi fish. <laughs> I, you know, I would also say a lionfish is pretty sexy. Yeah. What is the fish? Stung. Yeah, but I'm say, what are those fish that are like destroying Florida coastline and that they're they literally have like you see them fucking murder them? Uh, I, I know what they're called. They're called Star Wars the Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. We need to talk about that. Okay, we're talking about the sexiest fish in the sea, Jonathan. But if you really want to take away, oh the- wait, I, it was uh, Kit Fisto from from the prequel trilogy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Who's fisting who? I'm. He, dude, he gets killed in Revenge of the Sith. He was, he was the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the kind of fishy uh, green, red, the, uh, the Nautilin. It pisses me off that those characters were just like used for one scene, pretty much. Yeah. And in the fucking, they're pretty high. Sith third movie in the Clone Wars. Okay. No, that, that's why we have all this expanded materials that. To sort of make up for the fact that there, there's a lot of glorified background characters. Lucasfilm, I want Kit Fisto, the Star Wars story. Give it to me and now. I, you know, you know, as we go along with these movies, I'm having a harder and harder time. Like, I enjoy the movies. I think they're great. But the background material, the kind of, uh, the, the, the material, the side material, like Clone Wars, just has a lot more heart into it, it feels like sometimes. A lot more originality, a lot more... I don't know, it just feels better. They have me. a lot more time to They do have a lot more time. Yeah. And I just... It's just hard for me Which, to see a series like... It, it's, just, it's becoming harder for me to to think of Star Wars, because it's such an expanded universe now, as a franchise that can last in movies. But I, like, I don't really think they're trying either. I think they're... The Mandalorian, they're probably going to test the waters with live-action TV. And if that takes off, like, it probably will. Because, I mean, those trailers are yeah, looks lit sick. as fuck. Yeah. What's his name is behind that? Kevin Feige, right? Uh, no, no uh, uh, Taika Waititi. 
No, no, he he does it in episodes. Sorry, James Favreau. Yeah, uh, we'll steal though. Yeah. John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I'm, I don't know who the fuck these people are. John Favreau. He, he did he did the first Iron Man movie, The Jungle Book. Yeah. Oh, he, he also did the Lion King remake. Yep. Ugh. And Chef. And Chef. And Chef. Yeah. Um. Have you guys seen Chef? No, no. I haven't. Hey, Wenzel, have you seen Chef? God. Okay. Anyway. Hey, Wenzel, have you seen Star Wars: The Force Awakens? Yeah, we just watched it. Can we talk about the action scenes? This <laughs> no, movie? I was about to say, uh, The Force Awakens, I feel like, like in comparison to every past Star Wars movie, is like so much better. It like, really we, is. we're like, we're reaching a peak right now, like in comparison to action, like story, and like just overall better uh, dynamics and um, acting. Because, like, because, like, I'm just, I just having flashbacks to the prequels and Hayden Christensen, just how bad he was. And then watching this, I'm like, and I love everybody. Yeah. Like even even Hux, who is a little piece of shit. Like, I mean, that's what he's doing. That's his that's role. That's exactly he's supposed to be a piece of shit. And it's, it's like it's just so much better. And then like, oh man, yeah, the action was great, especially like the last fight, the final fight between Kylo and Rey. Ooh, still gets Fucking me. Love it, man. I, the I, way I, that like Kylo is just so fierce and he's ready to like kill, but like. You want to come over to my side? Yeah, no, I just I love um, how Kylo. That was something that I remember. Whoever asked was why was Kylo hitting his wound, and it's because like he um, to fuel the dark side, fuel that he has to have rage, you know, pain and anger, and like that's just a that's just an interesting little detail, and that's like a lot what they've done. Uh, a lot of carriers gone to this movie. A lot of little details like that. And I love that. Oh, that part just got me hyped up as hell. The way you just. Punching his side repeatedly, like let's go, let's yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah, like kind of like a um, like a like when a, when a gorilla like beats yeah, his chest, yeah, or yeah. yeah, it's it's really like a, uh, it's really awesome, and um, and then somebody pointed out too was that when Ray was fighting him, she was still uh, fighting as if she was using a staff. I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool. I never noticed that up until then. Yeah, yeah, it, it, there was a lot of details that this is my third watch. I think this was everybody else's like second. This is my third watch as well. Watch? I don't know. I've lost count. So. Is, is it at least my second? Okay. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of us who are just like, you know, who have watched the movie enough or haven't watched it since opening night. I haven't watched it since the opening month that it was open. I watched it twice in theaters. And I saw it four times in theaters. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, no, seriously. And so you start catching some of these smaller things. And I really appreciated the cinemato- cinematography. Like, one of the things that I remember in the theater was specifically being blown away by the cinematography done, even though it was a little bit... A little overdone. A little bit yeah. uh, hand-fed in a way, especially in, on the bridge with, uh, with, uh, with spoiler alert, with when Han dies. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, the, like the, the lighting effects and yeah. all the, yeah, the yeah. visual symbolism. Yeah. Kylo, Kylo had the light behind, the, the blue light behind him with red on one side of his face and blue on the other. Han was in full face red with the light behind him. Uh, and then suddenly, as I mean, there was the word, there was kind of the language that they were pointing up at the sun because, of course, the Star Destroyer, what's it called? The Star Killer Base. Star Killer Base killed stars by sucking it into its core, then blasting the energy that it has out into the universe to snipe fucking planets out yep. of the sky. Which that scene was fucking, fucking amazing the oh, second yeah. time around. I loved it. Though I loved it because it, it, it was cool. so terrifying. Yeah. The first time I saw it, it made me cry, almost tear, like cry. Yeah. Same, there yeah. Was just, like, there was just a hopelessness about it. Yeah. There's just a hopelessness about like just, like there's, it's one thing to be on a singular planet would have something over your head but to blow you up, but that feels hopeless. But imagine being on these several different planets 
and then just being fucking sniped from several systems away, like yeah, millions and like, millions of miles. Like, how do you stop that? Yeah, you, how you do can't. You, you can't even outrun it, really. I mean, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like when, like you know, when you hear about that shit, like in space, where like there's a supernova or something, and like the radiation or from an explosion just goes yeah. all the way out. And we, it, it, we could literally be, bl- literally, it doesn't matter if we find out that this shit's coming or not. Like by the time we find out, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah, we're dead. Pretty much, we're dead. And that's pretty much this. And wow, <laughs> um, yeah. That's why we live in constant fear of space <laughs> death. <laughs> Speaking of camera Almost. angles, though, it, it was funny because Jonathan said, "You know, this is J.J. Abrams. Of course, it is." I, especially like the most dramatic moments, the way they like turn, like how they had the camera angle like tur- tilted a little bit. That always got me. I was like, "Fuck!" They're really just. There was really, uh, and I want to go back to what, my, what I was saying a minute ago about the Star Killer base. Yeah, yeah, thing. no, go ahead. Uh, how uh, in one of the moments they were, they when they were fighting, whenever they the the uh, X wings were fighting um, the Tie fighters. fighters on the on the Star Killer base, um, they were talking about how like when is it going to go off? Or whatever, as long as there's light, as long as we have the light on our, as long as we have the light. We'll be okay, yeah, or something along those lines. Something. Yeah, close. and that was like totally like a reference to the sun because as long as the sun's still up there, it means that nothing's gonna fucking happen. But as soon as the sun's gone, that means that it's ready to go. Yep. And but at the same time, that light, and then right in the moment whenever the sun is completely absorbed into the into Star Killer base, Han gets killed. Yep. And uh, that's when the dark side fully takes over Kylo. But even after, even if see and. And like with Anakin, uh, the death of Padme is what kind of drives him to his most nth form and killing the younglings and killing just killing Jedi and gen- or just killing in general is what kind of driven drove him to that dark side, right? But didn't uh, Kylo like kill all his friends already? Isn't he already fucking crazy? He had already killed a bunch of people, sure. But there's like this, but like you, ha- someone that's close to you has to die in order for you to fully embrace the dark side or something like that. It's yeah, like, and it's the, like an unspoken rule almost. And this is like the well, closest I, I you think could. Like, it was probably Snoke just being like, "Hey, do this, please." <laughs> but isn't it like we find out later? Isn't it like he, um, when he almost gets killed, that like Kylo. Uh, kind of takes the other students and leads kind of like a resistance against uh, Luke. Well, it's kind of... It, well, this, Sorry, this, I'm the implication ahead. that the Knights of Ren are, are the students that he uh, chose to live or the ones yeah. that sided with him during his, you know, his revolt like, against Luke and the Jedis. And uh, <laughs> whatever reason, when, when they're trying to explain to Colt about, you know, why uh, Han was supposed to die, it kind of just reminded me, like, oh, we'll put it in way cult to understand it's like when itachi killed chusui to get his awakened mangeko okay. <laughs> that is fuck yeah I, I don't know that but i get it yeah <laughs> no it's very true and that's kind of the thing is just like you have to the, and so basically he does kill han in that moment you're thinking oh fuck he just killed han because whenever we see but seen, the thing is itachi did nothing wrong he okay. was protecting his brother he loved him okay. han solo did nothing wrong either He's talking, he's talking about like Kylo, Kylo did something wrong. But the thing is, I have no idea. What anyway. The Hidden Leaf Village is terrible. Okay. First of all, do not talk about the third Hokage like that. He he's was, a good man. He's a good he man. He was a great man. The second Hokage was the guy mm-hmm. who created the police force, who did not trust the fucking uh, Uchiha's. Okay. You know what? Let's go. Itachi <laughs> <laughs> um, did nothing wrong. I need to brush He up. was protecting them. It's been a year since I read up on my Naruto lore. I'm due for my yearly Naruto lore read up again. So when we get there, we will get there. Okay. Going back to what we were saying, 
After oh, sexy fish, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I'm really into squids. <laughs> oh yeah, that was actually another option oh, too. It. Cuttlefish too. They call cuttlefish for a reason. Yeah. Mm. And but speaking of squid, Mon Calamari, which are squid-like aliens in the Star Wars universe, and Excellent. Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yep. Which is what we were supposed to be talking about. Oh, the yeah. fucking aliens okay, in this movie. Pat, you're the one that let us off track. But I want to get us back on track. So shut the fuck up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did what you, you talking about? Did you not? I don't even think you finished your thought about. Oh, yeah, I didn't because if I already said fucking talking about fucking squid and shit. Uh, no, because I'm talking about Itachi. Oh yeah, but he kills Han, but he still does, he's still not powerful. Yeah. He's having to beat his fucking meat, like his side of his Yo, side, yeah. to try and drum up some sort of dark force, mm-hmm. pain, sadistic like power, and like he still loses to Ray. And that kind of shows, number one, Kylo's weakness is that he is conflicted. Mm-hmm. And that, like, the there is no formula to Sith, what mm. it means to be a Sith. But what, one thing that, that surprised me on, the, on this rewatch is I forgot how, um, how many licks Finn was able to get in on Kylo during their fight. Because, you know, like... I feel, I feel like it's funny people like talk shit about how, how was Ray so good for, you know, right off the bat. But then, like, Finn was able to fight a fairly trained uh, uh, Stormtrooper user pretty well, oh, too. Yeah. And he's and Finn was, like, basic kind of troop guy. He wasn't really, like, a fighter. Or he or, was kind of, like, just very... He's fodder. And he didn't even... He wasn't even that Force-sensitive, either. So, like, it, it, it's still a weapon, I guess, technically anyone can use. And I guess, you know, in the experimental material, you see that. But, like, he's, you know, I guess it just shows how, it just further proves how much, how conflicted Kylo is. And, like, how, while, I guess, anger and frustration sort of give you, like, a forward momentum, it's still very un- unconstrained. It's, like, uncontrolled. So, like, that's why it's kind of bleeding out. Yeah, he's, he's essentially, like, coming on a downward slope. Yeah. I personally explained away the whole, like, Finn fight scene with him being able to use the saber. For the fact that his, um, the dude who called him a traitor, T R T R A T whatever T R A R yeah traitor, T-R-A-T, yeah. Tra- yeah the guy who comes at him with like the fucking like electrified um, mace Tonpa oh yeah that whatever that thing is um, to me that kind of showed that if they were in the same troop maybe they trained with the same weapons and mm-hmm. he kind of most likely learned that weapon and like he's a he's a he's a soldier so i'd imagine he would know how to do that how to take down not, uh jedi yeah not to mention probably 30 40 years not to mention they probably trained to have jedi killers anyway from, because of luke yeah from what i understand too from what we hear from phasma saying that they go through conditioning so they also might be programmed as well because i mean it's it's like you know yeah. high it's high science fiction so they probably have cybernetics yeah. So yeah, just like they had with the implants, with the I'm surprised they still haven't done implants in with the clone troopers, like the, yeah, clone troopers. Um, Which I mean, it, it does make like clones are expensive, I guess. I don't, know. I don't know. I mean, they pretty much destroyed a lot of that shit, so I guess it's kind of lost to time. Yeah, yeah. But um, or maybe they just see it as unethical. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, stealing kids—that's <laughs> more ethical. <laughs> it's like genocide. Okay, like human experimentation. That's a little icky. Yeah, when, they, <laughs> when the clones started <laughs> fucking, we had to end the system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they started having families. It got weird. <laughs> I, I didn't know if you knew this or not, but like they can get pregnant. 
<laughs> That's not okay. I'm now picturing pregnant clones. No, shut up. I don't want to. No, now I'm picturing it too. Oi, Ton Wee. I'm too imagining full armor. Commander Cody. <laughs> Let's see what you got, buddy. <laughs> oh no, command Captain Rex, my water broke. Fuck. <laughs> I asked for the Clone Wars I want to see. I want to see Anakin giving birth to a clone baby. It looks just like both. It looks like a clone. Anakin, yeah. Anakin's not a fucking clone, though. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, the reason why the clones clone program ended was because of inbreeding. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> That's my new canon. There actually is a clone in the Clone Wars, though, that does uh, leave and does start a family with some Twi'lek. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes, thank you. I've also seen people complain about how Ray knew her way around the 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 Star Killer base and how she knew how to climb in inside these things and knew ah, the Force. <laughs> well, no, I, I, she's been she's a scavenger and she scavenged like Imperial. These huge I, ass I mean, I mean, I'm basically shit. the same shit. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's just like a Star Destroyer, like with similar with like similar. It's yeah. It's I mean, like it's the, yeah, exactly. the first order probably is just like yeah, we're gonna. We're just going to copy everything. So, yeah. Well, one of the one positive I can I throw at this movie is and I think one of the things people miss is a lot of Ray's characterization is really subtle in the sense of it's never really explained in dialogue. It's mostly that like opening section where it's just like no dialogue. You kind of see her living her life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and within that, that ki- kind of explains like, oh, I hit the fucking table. <laughs> uh how she's able to do all these things. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably point to a couple things. Yeah, that's a little contrived, but it's no more contrived than Luke being able to fly as I... Or I've heard someone say, it's no more contrived than Luke being able to fly the equivalent of a fighter jet when he knows how to fly a bush plane. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't even say like a bush plane. Like somebody driving a car to find a jet. I mean, because like his little land speeder is more or less their car. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at some point in in futuristic technology, those those cockpits have got to merge at some point. Like you can't just have a flying fucking car and then be like, oh, that's totally different from this fucking flying spaceship. Some point they both fucking fly. They have to have some sort of instrumentation that's similar. Yeah, there has to be like similar company, or they have to be companies mass producing. That's what's interesting to me is you don't really see any like space branding. Yeah. In Star Wars, maybe it's because it's in in a certain different language or in written in different languages, but like. You, I mean, you really don't like. You get like in the Last Jedi. There's that they they mention the the people who are basically the then uh, military industrial complex. Yeah, yeah. But like, they don't give like any specific like brand or anything. Yeah. What's the Star Wars equivalent of like Ford? <laughs> exactly. I would, the thing that's kind of interesting, which kind of same news that came out this week was the fact that you can't carry from the new like Star Wars exhibit uh, at. Disneyland, the new Star Wars. Galaxy's Edge. You can't carry yeah. fucking things that look like a bomb. Yeah. Well, no. Oh, whoa. I'm not upset over it. Jesus. Stupid. Christ. Anyways, <laughs> they're like they're what they are is they're cokes and coke sprite bottles that are, ha- are uniquely designed specifically for the galaxy experience yeah. down there, whatever it's called. And aren't they bombs in the first they place? They look like they look like they're supposed to look be replicas of detonators and things like that. Well, they're, they're like for those who don't know, there are. Coke and Sprite balls are kind of like they're very rounded shaped with a little kind of screw on cap, which looks similar to like their detonators in the early films. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, but like I understand. They look like IRL grenades. Honestly. Yeah. They could yeah. be, they can be construed as that. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And they can all, but the, the they actually look really cool. But I thought that was very interesting because it's like, okay, well, there is, it's of course it's Disney. They're gonna have some fucking branding somewhere. But I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. Merchandising. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Space Which is um, why they brought back uh, Kylo's helmet in Episode Nine because like you can't have a design uh, helmet that cool. I it's fucking just, love that I, helmet. I, I it's gotta it come again. back. I, lo- I hated it when in the Last Jedi. Sorry, we're good. We're good. again going further, but uh, on the Last Jedi, I hated it when he shoved it into the elevator. That pissed me off. Like that helmet's so cool, and I'm glad he repairs it for Episode Nine. I'm so excited. Which is something I, I you know, which is something that's always stronger. Any of the Star Wars, regardless, is. The sort of the character design, just design yes. in general, mm-hmm. and I feel yeah. like with the Force Awakens, there's like so many like immediately iconic things. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. like the new design of the Stormtroopers, sleek new amazing. It seems like a very organic sort of evolution of design. With Kylo Ren's helmet, like literally all these characters you're introduced to and you're just they're instantly memorable. Yeah, no, especially like, that red guy. I don't know his name, but I fucking uh, love him. Sidathano. Yes. Yeah. The Crimson Corsair. The Crimson. Yeah. Crimson Corsair. I thought was, like that, that. He's my favorite background character. Yeah. Like, he, there's a bunch of really strong background characters. Like who? the guy that transports. Uh, that yeah attempts to take because Finn was like, "Hey, are you guys leaving to the outer rim?" And he's like, "They're like, yeah, come with us." And then he's like, "Okay." Mm, the red yeah. guy. He he he's like essentially like a pirate and he has his own crew and a part of his crew is a clone called Oddball. Oh. I see. Yeah, because he was he was stuck in his little. Uh, he was cryogenically f- frozen and then he woke up finally and he just joined his crew and they're really awesome but anyway uh yeah no character design kylo ren's outfit like i'm like i haven't seen it in such a long time but seeing it again on screen love it i love mm-hmm. it so much i just love like his uh the cloth bands on his arms there's just something so just that rhythm i just love that so much uh, his whole outfit i love adam driver's look i loved uh ray's Outfit, except for her hair at the very end. Yeah, I love. I, I don't like. I like. I like the gray cloth. Yeah, it's very natural, which I guess is what they're going for. Is like natural. Yeah, natural fighter, natural Jedi sort of thing. I How guess. How do you like her hair? I love those three little I, buns. I hate the little three little buns. It just freaks I, me. I actually did that recently, where I had two two little buns up oh, in my hair. Did? Yeah. Don't do it again. <laughs> do what you want. Yeah. Do what you want. I'm gonna do Wenzel. fucking don't do Leia buns. Don't do oh, no. that. That's so no. typical. Okay. Do Leia fucking cult braid that she has in this movie. <laughs> you know how, like... Yeah, the, I know what you're talking about. How it's, like, almost, like, like flowers. It, it puts yeah. flowers in it and shit. It's like, it's like a bun. I, I, say, I, say I say it's cult, but I, I for some reason, and, and like, looks Danish. I don't fucking know. Oh, no, midsummer. Like Northern European to me. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Um, I just feel like Northern Europe is just full of, like, cults to old gods or some shit. It is. It is. Have um, y'all ever been? <laughs> we see you midsummer. Yeah, we know. I have it. Um... No, and the and the robots, all the robots looked really cool. All the droids, um, yeah, just everything about the movie. Just even sort of like just sort of strangely like hybrid creatures. Like there's a a creature in the very beginning where Ray rescues BB-8 from the little like scavenger, and it's this giant ro- mechanical but also organic. Yes, yeah, uh, like, like some kind of strange hybrid, and that that's what one of the things that is so sort of interesting about Star Wars. Is that even every small corner just feels rich with life? Like when they're on you know, those raised outposts, and when they're at uh, Maz's bar, and just like it, it just you feel like you just want to take and pause and break down every scene to see all yeah. the characters, and it, it just it feel, the whole world feels alive. It feels organic because like they really wanted to 
stress using practical effects, and it, that really shows it. You really get a sense of the care and love. And not to say using CG is bad, but it, it there's definitely a different feel when it comes with yeah. it. And they both require a lot of work, and it, it, I feel like you they combine. You get it. the best of both worlds, and they're so very well integrated. Yeah, they're appropriate mm-hmm. at different times. I don't know. I really like. I like. I, I think. I, in 1990, well, it was 96, 97, whenever George Lucas added more things to it. Uh, yeah. I, f- I don't like the execution. The execution looks dated, and I don't. I think it was unnecessary. However, the idea of adding CG effects to a practical, like CG on top of a practical effect, is just a wonderful idea. And I think he had a great. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to touch. No, it. yeah, it's fine. Uh, I think it's a wonderful, like, little, I don't know, little nugget. Yeah. I think, is there anything you would have done practically if there was a, a way to it back in the day? Yeah. 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 And, well, and if there was ac- if there was access to the original version, which after the special edition, it was like, no, <laughs> except for, like, one or two other times. But that was because I think the film, the, the actual films of the movies were just, like, absolutely fucked. And plus, like, you know, like, that, that, that those... Films material they're, they're not they can't last forever. Yeah. One one thing that really struck me about, uh, especially in the Force Awakens, and it's prevalent throughout all the films, it's just a sense of scale. Because because everywhere you pass in the movie, you really see like just how big you are and compare how small you are and compared in the rest of the universe, rest mm-hmm. of the world. And that's not necessarily like to make you feel less important. It's just it's, it's somehow like it can be simultaneously. Sort of uh, like you kind of like how you fit into all of it. It's right. If so, it feels like sort of like in like maybe minuscule, but also like somewhat comforting. It's like you're, you're like you you feel so small, but you don't. It's, it's like it's a bad thing. It feels yeah. like I feel I feel I'm part of this this bigger thing. Yeah, and I feel like that's what makes like Star Wars feel so big. Is that it's just this world that you can just limitlessly limitlessly explore to your full extent and that's what makes Star Wars so like so long lasting it just it really just sort of nurtures like the wanderlust and just sort of the imagination and then the, the desire to explore and that's I feel like that's one of the core uh, tenets of Star Wars and I feel like I, I really get the sense of that that's very well way. said yeah no yeah, the, yeah the, the setting is really really rich yeah because I mean we live in a big fucking universe and like yeah we're just a bunch of fucking like, specs floating literally what even with Starkiller Base blasting fucking planets out of the fucking solar system, it would literally be, if you were looking at a top view of the galaxy, the explosions you see would literally look like a hair slapping up against fucking pieces of sand. Yeah. Like, it's just that big. And I, I really like the sweeping shots of Jakku. I thought that was really cool. Yes. Um, yeah. But one of my favorite effects, like, film, like, cinematography, did I hit it again? Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, sorry, I don't know why. It's no, it, it was a it was a minor little thing. Okay. Like I said, that chord sucks. Yeah. yeah, but cinematography wise, I really really enjoyed this. It's an old school effect that. Oh, God. Ooh, hold up. Technical Cody problems. I got a burp. I think. But yeah. I, I can't burp. For some reason, my body won't burp. I just fart all the time. I mean, twenty four seven. That that's how you pass gas. Either burping or farting. It's always a fart for me. If I burp, it's always random, and it's like I only burp like twelve times a year. Oh man, what nice. if it's like what if it like you're trying to burp, but instead it goes through a bubble through your stomach acid and out your ass? 
Yeah, that's probably what happens. Anyways, I really like that old school shot of where it's like you see from a distance and then suddenly it will zoom in real quick. Yeah, it yeah. Happens specifically in like the ship battles and things like that. It's like Woo. it's like it's like it's like you you see this foreground and then he's like, "What's that? Whoa! Zoom in!" Yep. And it's like right there, and you get to see the the event happening. And to me, I love that old school thing because it takes a larger screen and then automatically pinpoints your attention on something far off. It's a great way if you have a lot of shit going on on the screen and you want to pinpoint one specific thing. Boom. That's Fantastic. how you, that's how you focus allows it. allows you to show you the scale of the battle while also mm-hmm. keeping your attention yes. on the particular um, main character, I guess, <laughs> or the main battle scene. Like, I love the uh, – I, I still think it's awesome the scene when uh, Ray's piloting the Millennium Fal- Falcon, the Falcon, and just, like, her, her skills at, like – just flying around through the fucking star destroyer in the desert of Jakku. I, I just I still love that. It's so good. And that's the thing is that like a lot of people were upset about her just randomly getting Jedi powers and her having this force and people were upset about like I mean it's all there subtly. It's a subtle 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 S- subtle su- subtly. Thank you subtly. for correcting me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he hates when I say that. Subtly it was it was there especially with like the whenever she cuts the ship's power, flips over and shit like that, and then she's like, "He's like, how'd you do that?" She's like, "I don't know." <laughs> and Ben's like, "You lined it up for me. You set it up." Yeah. yeah, and it just is like this idea of like the force and things like that. I don't know. I, I just think it's really cool. Yeah, no, it's really great. I, another good scene I love was when they uh, finally blow up Star Killer Base, but it's like right after Poe like starts blowing the shit uh, the shit inside, and it's like that huge explosion. From the uh, oscillator thing, whatever. Yeah, I love that. How it's like little explosion and yeah, like you really feel the like the heaviness of that explosion. Like it's fucking hard. Well, speaking of heaviness, going back a bit to the uh, the Falcon scene, what I thought was cool what they were able to do with new technology is that you feel the weight of the Falcon. Like when it's flying through, yeah. it feels like it's very like it's very back heavy. Like mm-hmm. like, like all the weights on the the back of the ship. Yeah, yeah. And of course, what it has to like it's, that's why the thrusters are so powerful to compensate for the weight, the, the sort of unbalanced weight of the ship. And you really feel like as she's just trying to fly, it's like she's fighting she's so g- hard to keep the ship the ship from like falling in, in yeah, the tipping because it's so heavy and really i think that's a, an interesting thing they did with it yeah i love that I lo- like because she's like she'll flee flying and then she like veers a little bit because like you said it's like in the back it's that's where the most weight is because you know the, it's like circular and then you, the rest of the ship comes to two points and like that's where it's the lightest so yeah no that's really fucking cool oh yeah um but she's a mary sue <gasps> It turns out Mary Sue's are only bad if you're a girl. <laughs> yeah. You, you can be as perfect and flawless and quick to figure out stuff and do stuff. Like Luke. Yeah. It's, yeah. All, or it's Anakin. all fine if you're a dude. But Ray? Uh-uh. No. But, no. but yeah, like... I think... The- every time, like, anyone says, oh, she she effortlessly does everything in this movie... I'll, I, I, was th- I think back to what y'all were talking about as far as her flying the Millennium Falcon. She's... Crashing it into no, all yeah. that, wasn't, that was not. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like that was some cool flying, but that wasn't like super sick, badass, like pro skills flying. That was like just getting that ship for the first time flying. But how would we even know what that's fucking like? Because we don't have ships like that in real life. So fuck. Who fucking cares? You can't win. You can't win with people. Who, no. Who want to? Who uh, you just can't. Uh, but yeah. I think that, you know what my least favorite part of this movie was. What? When she just puts on the helmet while she's eating dinner. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. There was no reason for her to do that. 
There you don't do that. It was dirty. She, she was having fun. Wiped it she was having fun. She was her whole planet. Her whole planet story. It's made of dirt. She got sand in her pudding or bread. No, whatever that, shit that bread looked good though. It, yeah, did. it looked like a chocolate. And see, that was the other. Th- the, but we were talking about the life of the world. That, like you get to see, like oh, she's she's buying rations, buying food, mm-hmm. and you see the bread being made in front of you and stuff. Like like you're literally watching the you know the cow being slaughtered almost in a way. Yeah. Where you Except get to see bread, goo turn powder and goo turning into bread. Yeah. And you get to see these things in action. It's just something that it just brings life to this world. It very much and that harp that of course harps back or harkens back harkens harkens back. Yeah, harkens back to the whole like. Uh, the the ban the banta bantha what is it milk the blue bantha milk, milk. Yeah. bantha bantha Delicious. milk yes yeah. I guess just the whole lived in aesthetic yeah, of the original yeah, yeah. trilogy yeah mm-hmm. which I really like and it's something that the that the that the that the prequels really didn't do is they didn't mm-hmm. really provide a lived in world they provided you with a future fantasy world that just didn't really it didn't click it didn't feel yeah. real it felt it felt like a story being told, not a life being lived. I don't know. Oh wow! Yeah, that that is actually a good way to put it. Yeah. No, it, maybe think, because all of it was fucking green screen. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. literally all of it. it. It just it just felt all artificial, and it did. And with this, it feels like this could be a real world. Yeah, I feel I felt like I was with her in on Jakku. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any like nitpicks or gripes about this movie oh, the man. fucking helmet <laughs> I'm not kidding that pissed me off I mean god just the weird shit that pisses Cody off I'm just like it nah. does it's just like there's no reason for that I mean it was total like fodder for although I did think it's really cool that she had like a little uh the doll the, the doll, doll of a the, x-wing the, the fighter doll. It, it made me really sad because yeah because she's like obviously made a straw doll of it all yeah she like what that's rhymed uh, <laughs> like she like she had to uh, make her own toys. And yeah, stuff. she had to make her own toys. I really feel bad for Ray. She was just left behind. Yeah, I know. I love. I love Ray. I love Ray, and I love Daisy Ridley. Great person. Everybody be nice to Daisy Ridley and just people in general on the internet. Yeah, man, people are fucking mean. Yeah. Ugh. wait till you get to the Last Jedi. People are pieces of shit. Yeah. Ugh. literally bullying people off the internet. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. I mean, that's what I'm happened. With, I mean, that's what happened with Daisy. Daisy uh, deleted her. Uh, I think Instagram. Or something, yeah. yeah, it sucks ass, man. Pretty much like most of the uh, the main women from the the sequel trilogy, they they were run off the internet uh, one another. My God. What is with Star Wars fans hating women? Jesus, it's goddamn incels. Well, uh, well, I mean, they their leader. Well, bad mouth. Sorry, no. This well, well, Star Star Wars fans are fucking awful. Yeah, this is a discussion yeah, for fuck us. Another. No, I mean, not all Star Wars fans. Not all. But, there, I mean, there is a large portion of Star Wars fans who are, Star, well, fandom, fandoms in general. Yeah. Fandoms in general. It, it just fandom. seems like like a, the more pernicious aspects of fandom seem to come out in Star Wars. Yeah. Man. You don't see Lord of the Rings fans fucking, well, there was no yeah, There was women. no real, like, big women. Like, except for, like, you know, Gadriel and... In, uh, the, the banal sexism of Tolkien. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It's easier for this type of shit to happen now as well because of the internet. With yeah, Lord of the yeah. Rings, that shit really couldn't happen because it happened. I mean, the, it happened like on the around the beginning of the internet. But there was no reason to because because it, it, because there was no women to berate in those movies. And if there That's was true. women yeah. to be to berate in those movies, it was just kind of fucking. I don't know. It just because they had they had Aowen and she was you know she was the the one really active female character and they gave Arwen uh, a a more expanded role in uh, the first order because he was just a ra- like was it a random elf or 
Yeah, it, the, yeah, fucking Glorfindel. Who the fuck remembers Glorfindel <laughs> besides me? Although I will say, um, one of my t- there was a teacher uh, at my high school because we were having a discussion about Lord of the Rings. We talked about Arwen something. And she's like <laughs> made a snide remark. It's like, yeah, she didn't do that much in the book. It's like, are you complaining that Arwen got to do ten minutes more cool stuff? <laughs> That's fucking weird. Um, but uh, I don't, I don't really know if I have any. Compl- I mean, you know, just that. Like, I guess I could complain about like the fact that like you know you just notice things that are like, oh yeah, similar to a new hope. But I don't really fucking care about that. I, I, I really, I think yeah. it actually adds to the charm. Yeah, the I, 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 I mean, really and truly, I love the Force Awakens. Watching it again, I love it so much more than I've enjoyed this so much more than the past ones we've watched. And I'm mm-hmm. so excited for Rogue One, Solo, and the Last Jedi because these these are. Easily my favorites. I'm excited for Rogue One because it actually may be my favorite Star Wars movie, and I've only seen it one time. Same. So going back it's, and watching it again is going to be really exciting. It's very because fucking I good. Loved, I love Jen. I love the whole cast. That whole cast was great. Yeah. Solo, I'm not so excited for. It's kind of long-winded from my memory. And Episode Eight, I'm actually super excited for because I think I've only seen it one time. I know I, I've, I've only seen it. Once. I've only seen it one time too. So I'm actually oh. super because after the whole diatribe of everybody being pissed off about it, it just made me sick to. Yeah, no, I, I I understand you on that. Um, I remember leaving. I'll the have notes for fucking and just being eight. so happy. I was like, wow, I really like that. And then I got on the internet and I was like, oh no, what the fuck happened? <laughs> well, yeah, well, people it, don't know what fucking good writing is, and they just want they want fucking Luke Skywalker to be a fucking anime weeaboo edge lord and just. Well, that, that, I, feel I, like I just need to stop before I get on that. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying there's not some good. There is. There, I mean, like all movies have. There's always complaints for, for movies and for the like, but like a lot of the things, like I, I wasn't a big, fa- I wasn't a big fan. Like, we won't, we'll get, we will get to we'll there. We'll get to that. Because I want to watch it again before I make my opinions. Yeah. Well, just just going, just having to be, because I will say something we can consider just about our media consumption in general is that it's okay to sort of consider maybe consume the things you like in a more in a vacuum of a more. Uh, curated space because no one should should made to feel less than for enjoying something and it's okay to have you know criticisms about something but you but you should never attack somebody for enjoying something that's different to what you enjoy exactly and, and it's like it's okay to like things it's okay to criticize things but also like it's also okay to in, to personally curate how you you um, you consume your things and just find the best way to do that for you. If it's if it's with more in real life people, if it's online, you know, just be, you know, be cautious about where you go and who you talk to, and just you know, be more thoughtful. Be more thoughtful, and like just the basic thing: don't let anyone take your joy from you. Like you have a right to be happy and enjoy things, and and you know, to, to to live a, like a life that's not infringed upon. So like, just be thoughtful. And just you know, of yourself and others, and just do the right thing. Yeah. If I had any complaint about this movie, and maybe because I've seen this the most out of any of us, this movie does tend to drag for me in places, especially like the the second act kind of has a slump for me. Um, I feel like not trying to be rude to Star Wars. All Star Wars movies have a have a slump in the second. Yeah, yeah. every well, single one of them. I don't know what I, it is I, about them, but yeah, like, but I don't know what it is about this movie in particular that it, it's just like me. I'm just like, eh. this it, one doesn't it, doesn't really do. It. I mean, this one. I mean, I feel like the first part they kind of blew their load the first part of the movie with. I, I think they should not have had Snoke 
tell everybody or to, it should not have had Snoke reveal that it was his father. I think it should have been Han on the bridge and Kylo on the bridge before we found out that it was their son yeah. or at least in a, a, a Leia Han moment. Like yeah. that moment where they were like, you can't bring him back. Or make it more vague. I really make, make it seem like... Personally, I really do wish that it was Han, Kylo, and then Kylo take his... I, I wanted that father-son moment like in uh, like uh, in um, The Empire Strikes Back. I want that. I wanted that where there was... It was kind of not a reverse role almost, but like almost a reverse role. Yeah. Where it's just like, you're not my son anymore type deal. Or like, come back. Your mom wants you home. Yeah. <laughs> it's after fucking 11 p.m. <laughs> your curfew's up. Yeah. You know? I really Come on, Adam. That. And they really gave they gave it to Snoke, and that kind of yeah. made me not too happy with that. I don't know why. That, that's yeah. another one that, I, mean, that I have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and also the, just Sno- like Snoke is just Palpatine. It, 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 he just sucks. Like Snoke sucks. He yeah. always sucks. And I didn't understand really. Like everyone was like, "Oh, who the fuck Snoke? Oh my God!" Blah blah. blah. And I'm just like, because I'm, everyone's who, excited who? about the dark side. Like, where is this coming from? Yeah, we we thought it died with this dude. Who the fuck is this man? And I totally understand that. Yeah. It turns out Palpatine just jerking off in the remains of the Death Star. <laughs> 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 so, the thing, the thing with Snoke too. Like, I I am very much interested in that mystery of Snoke because he's like he's not even from that galaxy. I I don't think. I think he's from another galaxy. I, I feel like I've heard people say that he's from the unknown region. Yeah. Which is, which yeah. is like the uncharted uh, galaxy beyond what they know. Like it, it, like the unknown portion of the Star Wars like galaxy is it's big as what the the known galaxy. Yeah, and like that that's where the remnants of the Empire went to recollect themselves and de- evolve into the First Order. That they went to the, to the part of the galaxy where no one knew. Where they were, nobody can chart them and find them. That's why they were able to come back. That's where that's that, where they went. See, and that's what I love that mystery right there. But like when, but then sorry, spoilers for the Last Jedi. Whenever they complain about how like Kylo pretty much kill, he I mean he kills Snoke and pretty much that's it for the First Order. Sort of like that destruction. It's like it's kind of like needed because it's like we don't. I mean that shit's over. Like like we don't need we don't need the Snoke we don't need him we don't need to we don't really need to know and that's what I love that like we don't need that old man yeah we don't need that old man but um the, no go back go back to the uh, we need that the thick young hip boy the Force Awakens uh, part that was really slow for me like I still enjoyed it I enjoyed this movie every second but like the part like where um they're on that ship that uh, Han and Chewie uh, yeah. Chewbacca have that part is just always like did we really need that in my personal opinion. I really don't like. I really don't like the west, the the space western aspects of the Star Wars. What? Movies. What the fuck? But that's like the entire. That's like the point. Enti- yeah. Entire- I mean, at one point it goes from space western to when it goes from space western to space like politics and fucking wizardry. That's where I'm into it. I'm not a fan of the whole like. Oh come! On. That's so pop- badass what though. Space, space western Han. and space Does fantasy. Does that mean Cody's not gonna watch the Mandalorian? Oh my god! I'm not I'm fucking it. hate it. Oh fuck! Yeah, I'm not gonna what watch the it. Fuck what? you! Fuck you! You're completely casting out a big portion of Star Wars. That's- not, I don't like westerns. I don't like westerns at all. You're oh. gonna burn in hell. You know that? Yeah, you're gonna. I tried. <laughs> I, I didn't. I played. I played through a fourth, maybe. You just like bad maybe, things. Maybe a third. Oh yeah, you didn't did of you, of Red Dead. Yeah, and just did not like. I it. remember. Yeah, gotta I have just, goddamn faith. 
You didn't. I just <laughs> I'm glad Colt uh, brings just, religion into this. Look, I just don't like westerns. I really like I like high fantasy. I like fantasy, high fantasy. I like cyberpunk. I like future punk. You're gonna I, fucking hate cyberpunk. Okay, love, wait a minute. I, I love 80s retro futurism. I, I love that shit. But I hate steampunk. I hate uh, fucking 50s aesthetic. Fallout shit. Oh, you are a dumb motherfucker. What is your problem? It's just not aesthetics that I enjoy. They creep me out and make me feel weird. Also, westerns just feel so slow, and like people are like, it's drama intention. It's like, no, it's not. Westerns slow? They're the fastest fucking genre. What are you talking about? I don't know. I've got to win. It depends on what you. Yeah, it depends on which movie. I also don't like mafia and mob shit either. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Mob stuff is boring. Yeah. Okay. Y'all need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I really do. I'm really. I'm very much a fan of high fantasy shit like that. And I, oh, wizard! Here, oh, you've come to my abode. I lo- <laughs> Here's yeah, Pat actually, just being like, we all just need to let everybody like whatever they like. Oh, and then, fuck them. And then Cody was like, I don't like westerns. Fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> Look, I just don't. It's just not Give me a cyberpunk western. That would fuck hard. Oh. Um, he, he was a cowboy with um, a revolver in, in, in his, in his yeah. flesh hand. We also wants a laser gun in the robot hand. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, Borderlands, sick. like Cody just said. Or, or oh, shit, what's his well, name from Overwatch? Uh, McCree. McCree. You gotta yeah. remember, you gotta remember, peak gaming for me is Animal Crossing. <laughs> Okay, I literally played Happy Home, uh, Happy Home Academy. Wait, how's that peak gaming? What about what The Witcher Three? Okay, I, that you're is a fake person. That is very hard to decide. <laughs> if you're choosing, telling me to choose between Animal Crossing or Witcher Three, I'm asking you to do that. I don't right think now. I can choose. <laughs> I don't. Think well, I guess what? You're at gunpoint. Oh my choose. fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. This is a western right here. Hold on a minute. This is a visual bit. Let me narrate it for everybody. Wah, wah, wah. We all finger guns out, pointing at each other. Wah, wah, Oh, fuck, I hate Western. <laughs> oh, I'm done with this bullshit. You're, you're just been. blowing into the mic, Jonathan. It just literally sounds like... <laughs> it's just... It's just oh, it's all this. <laughs> um, something I, I didn't realize either was in that part where they're on uh, Han and Chewie's ship is uh, when they're... Uh, the uh, That one club or whatever that the... the kanji gr- club? Kanji club, yeah. Uh, two, the two leaders or that we the two main guys that lead that group that come in... Um, are actually the stunt choreographers for the movie, and they're also the leads in uh, the raid. And I, I did not notice that until this third watch through. I knew I knew one of them was in the raid. I didn't know the other guy was literally the main character in the raid. So I thought that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, no, I've, I don't really have many gripes with this movie, if any at all. I fucking love this movie. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. That out of the, all of every single one of them. I think I think I would have to agree. Like I, I you know I, I can enjoy them all to to a certain extent, but the Force Awakens is probably my favorite because it it has this just effortless blend between old and new, and there's just there's just a a feeling I only get when I watch the Star Wars, and I don't feel that as much as I do. Like I feel like I feel that the most when I watch the Force Awakens. Yep. and to yeah. me, it's it's my favorite Star Wars. The Force Awakens really does hit those spots. When when you think about when you think about Star Wars, in your mind, and you go back and watch some of the earlier movies, 
like the prequels and the in the original trilogy really doesn't hit those spots. You know, it's kind of like better in your memory than it is in yeah. the actual physical form. This takes uh. those this. <laughs> I beg to differ, but that's just my opinion. Well, you also remember every fucking thing about every movie you watch. <laughs> that is but, true. That is but true. Like, I, but like normal people, we keep nos- That's a good thing. That's what, <laughs> it's also a good highlights because we're because we're not fucking people who absorb stories like that. No, I don't. For me, this one took concentrated everything that made Star Wars Star Wars, and then presented it to everybody as a welcome, welcome, welcome home, back. Almost. Yeah. yeah it, what I love about this movie, it is a celebration of what makes Star Wars great. Yeah, it really yep. is. And 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 on my this third watch through, you can really tell the love and care and attention and detail into each of the characters, each of the worlds, and it's very. I'm gonna be honest with you. Now that I've watched this with such a critical eye and kind of saw that this is really great, I'm going to Last Jedi with a different viewpoint than I did prior to this. So Last Jedi might actually be nudged down a little bit more, a little bit in my thoughts. I don't know. I Right now, it's not holding up a memory as well as I thought it did. So hmm. I'm very interested to see how that got, plays out. Um, yeah, I think The Force Awakens is, is triumphant over all of the past Star Wars films. But, but you have to remember this this movie was made by Star Wars fans. The original Star Wars they were made by, you know, great uh movie makers and so like it, there's a definitely a different mindset when it goes into creating everything because everybody that worked on this film they, they saw the all the other Star Wars films and, and they took what they knew, they took what they felt, they took what they saw and they put it in this film and it's sort of like this I guess like this idealized version of Star Wars because they had what was always in their head and they recreated that on film. And yeah. that's why it feels the way it does. At least yeah. for me. Yeah, no, I yeah. What's everybody's favorite part of the movie? Ooh, uh Ooh. Motherfucker. What are you doing? <laughs> are were you gonna play your favorite part for us? <laughs> no. I don't know why that did that. Um my favorite part yeah. is easily the uh lightsaber fight at the end, because Kylo he goes hard as a motherfucker. He's my favorite villain in all of Star Wars. Oh. He's so fucking cool. <laughs> I think my favorite part is less of a part and more of like a character choice. And that is with Kylo. I think that Kylo is very much who Anakin should have been. Yeah, in exactly. In the original trilogy. And I think that we are getting exactly who... Anakin, like it's almost like a wannabe Anakin, mm-hmm. but at the same time, Anakin really does not live up to the legacy that Kylo is becoming, which is this bold, brash little fucking brat yeah. that just wants power for power's sake at this point. And I don't know, it's very interesting. I, I, I don't know if I'd call this favorite part, but I guess the first. The whole thing with them on, like, Jakku, I just love. That's probably, for me, the most interesting character stuff. There, there's some also some stuff at, like, the, the end of the movie that's really good. But also really cool, like, meta commentary on the franchise as a whole and how the how it's seen in the eyes of, like, the fandom. If you look at, like, Rey as the fan who's like, oh, Star Wars is awesome and blah, blah, blah. And like, Ren as the shitty edgelord who wants this like, (laughs) super edgy version of Star Wars that never really existed, but he thinks it does. Wow. 
<laughs> now you know that's I love it. Um, oh, it, it gets even like, and and that's one of the things I love about episode eight is Ryan Johnson takes that and goes with. Yeah, it. no, he fucking puts it right in your fucking face. Oh, that's and that's and Ray represents sort of like the normal fan, the regular fans, like the people who just enjoy Star Wars mm-hmm. and Star Wars, and he's who's just like, oh, we're along for the ride, and I and yeah, you're right. That's yeah, really, Kylo kind of represents it, the elitists. Yeah, yeah, and also have it. I'm a fucking badass. <laughs> and he I was like, a kill people. Do you not yeah. see the way he like smashed that console? Yeah. And, and how accurate it kind of portrays how people, <laughs> um, how like the political discourse is shaped as well. Yeah. Like I don't know how intentional like J.J. Abrams was like. I am going to make the first order the alt right, but like like I kept joking the entire time. General Hux is bargain bin Richard Spencer. Oh yeah, for sure. And these are, I mean, these are space Nazis. Um, yeah. I have. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Shitty space Nazis. Oh yeah, they're the original space Nazis. The first order. Oh, yeah, the first. Well, order. no, well, the Sith in general, and <laughs> well, then me, it's Gundam Nazis with the Xeon. <laughs> well, you got to think about it real quick. You have, you have first order, and then like it literally, literally is on the nose Third Reich. I mean, yeah, <laughs> the Sith Empire. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we're Hitler time. Um. I have to agree with Cody. Is Sith is just an anagram for Hitler. What? Sither. I don't know if that's... Um, I don't know. But I have to agree with Cody when it comes to Adam Driver being Kylo Ren. I just loved just that, like, any any scene we had of him. I just loved it. And uh, especially, like, Jonathan, my favorite has to be that beginning sequence on Jakku, especially when Poe fires that fucking uh, bolt and Kylo catches mm. it in midair and just that's it's so just, bad. That, that, it's yeah. just that, that was like that was like just so like ah yeah it was yeah. literally it's just like it, it's just like a shocking moment because like I remember like I saw that in a very shitty theater but I still was just like chills because that's that's shit I mean we haven't seen in Star Wars mm-hmm. and like that's what Star that's something that should have been in Star Wars yeah I guess it shows how powerful how powerful Kylo he is yeah yeah it just and also raw powerful he's not really mm-hmm. tame because it, it's just very forceful and yeah then that's what and we they see. shake violently when he does it yeah and that's what we see with his lightsaber too just mm-hmm. that raw power coming out but, and going off of what you said uh kylo ren is without a doubt the most interesting of the new cast yes mm-hmm. for sure it's, it's hard for me to pinpoint like one particular scene that i enjoyed the most in the movie because i feel like what i enjoyed the most outside of just sort of the the visuality of the show is like I guess if, if I can nail down to like one dynamic I really enjoy Poe's character as, as maybe as small role as he got but I just love his uh, interaction with with BB-8 with Finn and I like their relation the relationship he has with both of those those are two I, I really like and honestly I, I, it, it, to me it's the character interaction because I love seeing Ray and Finn and and Finn and Poe and like all these characters I, I, I just I feel like we, we have just such a rich interaction with the characters that we didn't I, I feel like it wasn't very present for me in the original trilogy yeah we you know that, not to like harp on that but like I, I really get a sense that you spent a lot of time with the characters to get to really feel them and that's what really sinks in with me with The Force Awakens that the characters feel like they, they're they're it feels so alive. Yeah. No, I, that's something I, I crave uh, in a lot of, like, you know, 
uh, shows, books, anime, whatever. It's like just those character interactions, those friendships, those relationships. And you see that, like, there's that little moment where Finn was asking BB-8 to help him out, and then BB-8 throws up his little lighter like a uh, like a thumbs up. Or when uh, when Poe sees BB-8 and he's like, it's like he saw the love of his life, his or his little, his little do- baby, his little baby. Or, or like when Poe interacts with Finn or when Ray interacts with Finn and how, you know, Finn constantly is grabbing Ray's hand. And she's like, why the fuck are you grabbing my hand? Like, I just, I love that. I love it. Love it. Where'd my hug at? Yeah. Where- <laughs> 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 that's, okay. That's fucking good. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, yeah. Poe. Oh, I, another scene I loved and it was with Poe was when the fucking, they're coming up with the X-Wings on the lake. Love that scene. That is a sexy scene. That, that, that's a good. It, it reminds me of the scene in episode eight at the uh, end of the movie. I like. I get. I can't. Like. I can't explain it exactly. But like, I get this. Like, I mean, it just feels like someone's there to rescue you. Yeah, it feels like a rescue, and it feels like like this is a fucking like you know mission battle war, and it's like just that like that's like that just slow like their wings are coming apart, and it's like yup here we go shit's about to get fucked. It's just a big hero rescue moment in, in the in the dire strait, and that's and that's something that happens in the. And you know every movie, but like, it, 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 I really enjoyed in this one. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts? Me love Star Wars. Me think good. I like Star Wars. Me too. I love. The, I like this movie. All right. Well, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Somebody do the plugs. <laughs> Fuck. I don't, I don't actually know our stuff. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, check us out on SoundCloud. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Overcast, all you can hear. Uh, this will be coming out, like we said, on Saturday, which is today. Sorry again for that. Uh, busy uh, busy schedules. Just had to had to push it. Um, you can check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash all you can all hear. You can hear. Uh, we... We haven't streamed. We haven't in a streamed while. in a while, but you we know, will at some. Point. We will at some. We're point. just taking a summer vacation from streaming. We'll be back. Yeah, soon. we. A lot of, I mean, we're in a very big release schedule for video games, so keep your We've eyes got open. So many, fucking yeah. Games. Hopefully, we got some stuff planned for October. Maybe, maybe, hopefully. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Maybe if Tanner doesn't be a little dumb, dumb, and cancel his Borderlands Three pre-order, we can have a good oh, time, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's such a wishy-washy little. I mean, he is. You know, can we just Google. harp on him? Like, fuck him. <laughs> ah, no, um. Anyway, yeah, and then if you want to check out uh, any of our past streams, uh, there, are, there are VODs on YouTube, youtube.com slash, is it just... All you can hear. All you can hear as well. Yeah, check that out. Uh, we also have an Instagram. Go check us that out. Go check that out. Uh, Instagram.com slash AYCH podcast. Uh, Pat posts some amazing shit on there, and he will hopefully post some amazing artwork for Star Wars. We're kind of pushing him at this point, but the boys up top, they need their... They need their well, he told me he doesn't have to draw. They, they need their way. paper. They need the paper. They need I to committed fed. to this, and I'm going to draw it, goddammit. Thank you, Pat. And uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. I should have mentioned that first. At AYCH Podcast. Uh, we tweet on there sometimes. No, yeah. all the time. Um, and I think that's everything. He's got people got plug. Yeah, I know. I got a plug. Yep. Thank you for listening again. You can follow me, Winslow, on Twitter at Winslow Woking from our Instagram at Roto Thank you. <laughs> that was Chewbacca. Uh, my name's Colt. Follow me on Twitter at uh, Colt D zero zero. It took a little bit for us to chug a uh, truck, chug a chug down the line to actually talk about Star Wars, but we got there, and I think we we've made it to episode. 
uh, Rogue One. Ready for Rogue One. <laughs> My name is... I'm going to speak like that from that one. Cody. And oh you can follow God. me at CUD <laughs> DUC11 on Instagram. Just do it on Instagram. I, I think you'd be the worst character at that point. I, I hope be, you die. He's not all great. No, you're worse. <laughs> oh, is, is Cody the uncarved plat of the podcast? Back off. I'm four curtains. Oh, you die. At least you die doing Winslow. something heroic. I'm pulling up. Ah! You're pulling out. <laughs> no, no. Yes. And this is Patrick. Thank you all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Lust's name. You can follow my art on Facebook at John Lust's name. Or... Where am Bye. I? Who Bye. am I? <laughs> <laughs>